Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord, isn't it? Yes. I'm glad to be here, and uh, I hope you are glad to be here. Uh, as Brother David mentioned, I did get a call uh, from the uh, pastor. The lights went out. Or is that where? Okay. I want to be able to see you because I'm talking about Revelation. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, pastor did call me and uh, he said uh, uh, they were, of course, in Los Angeles and uh, said that uh, he'd be here at midnight. I said, oh, I thought you were coming earlier and uh, I wouldn't have to teach about Revelation. And he said, well, um, several hours difference between California and here and have to go to Atlanta and Atlanta to Columbus. And praise God, I'm glad I'm here. Uh, and uh, I know that there is a baby shower for Andrea Hikes after church. And um, it, it is sponsored by her mother and uh, the church has provided the cake so that uh, I think uh, it's decorated very nice and they did a great job. So don't forget that uh, after church. Um, uh, Rev, how many have, uh, you have a Bible? I know we'll put up some scriptures. You do, uh, just uh, turn with me to uh, Revelation, the first chapter. I'm going to try to go from Revelation 1 to 20, well, I was going to say the end, 22. I'm trying to go through the whole book so you'll understand uh, Revelation. And, uh, well, uh, the first thing that uh, I want you to understand is that uh, Revelation is full of symbolism all the way through and uh, that and prophecies uh, and regarding the future. And so uh, author, of course, is John. And John wrote uh, the book of John and he wrote uh, first and second and third John. And uh, there are some views about Revelation. Uh, I know it's the last book of the Bible and uh, it, it's almost uh, sometimes hard to understand it, but I, I want to try to help all of us tonight so that uh, you understand uh, Revelation is a very wonderful and powerful book. Uh, some individuals will say that Revelation is all historical, uh, it's uh, the past and uh, has nothing to do with future event. It all took place during the Roman Empire. And then there's people that believe that it's just part of history. And uh, then there's some say that it is all full of symbolism, and it is. And it's just a story between good and evil. So uh, it's not uh, anything that uh, is alarming. It's just about good and evil. And then there's individuals that believe that uh, uh, the prophecies are in the future. Uh, and uh, so uh, there's just a, a, lot of, a lot of views about uh, the book of Revelation. So I want you to go to very first 
chapter of the book of <clears throat> Revelation. It starts out, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto him, unto his servants, things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant, John. The word revelation means to uh, take the cover off. It is a revealing, uh, it's made visible, it's an uncovering, a disclosure, uh, it's an unveiling of Jesus Christ. So when you hear revelation, it's, it's just takes the cover off and it reveals. And this first verse tell, tells us the revelation of Jesus Christ, the uncovering of Jesus Christ. See, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John, all talk about Jesus the man, the man of Galilee, the man Christ Jesus, who walked among us and healed the sick, opened the blinded eyes, and, and cleansed the leopard. So, they all talk about the man, Christ Jesus. And then when you get into the epistles, Paul writes to the churches that were, that were founded on many of his missionary trips. He writes and he kind of describes Christ as head of the church. He's the head, we're the body. And so uh, the epistles describe uh, the Lord as uh, the head of the church. And then when you get to the book of Revelation, it unveils Jesus as the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. It's an unveiling or uncovering of Jesus Christ, different than the Gospels and different than uh, the, um, uh, the epistles. Now, he said the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now I want you to notice something here and you can underline it, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants, plural, that's us, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass prophetically. So we're the Lord wants us to understand uh, the book of Revelation. Uh, we are the servants, and he's, he says, I want you to have a biblical understanding of the book of Revelation. Now, uh, <clears throat> we read a couple more verses here. Who bear record of the word of God and of the testimonies of Jesus Christ and do all those things that he saw. Third verse, Revelation verse one, chapter one, verse three. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. The reason that I wanted to speak about Revelation is I've been speaking to our Bible group 
about Revelation, and uh, I emphasize uh, this verse very strongly. See, Paul wrote to Timothy in the second chapter and 15th verse, and he said, I want you to rightly divide the word of truth. So we are to divide God's word. Uh, in fact, do we have help? Uh, St. John said in the 16th chapter and 13th verse, he said, the Holy Spirit, when it comes, will lead you and guide you into all truth. So not only are we to divide God's word rightly, but we have help from the Holy Spirit. So uh, I want you to feel uh, comfortable in reading uh, Revelation because uh, uh, wh why, why? This verse says, blessed is he. There's a threefold blessing in reading Revelation alone. Now this is, there's a blessing in reading any part of God's word. But here's what he said, blessed is he that readeth they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. So there's a threefold blessing in Revelation. If you will read any part of it, whether you understand it all or not, read it. And if you hear it taught, you'll be blessed tonight. You're going to be blessed tonight because we're going to hear a little bit about Revelation. Those that hear it and those, of course, keep the things that are written uh, therein. Now, uh, <clears throat> before I begin Revelation, I, I want you to go to Matthew, the fifth chapter. Matthew 5. This is the Sermon on the Mount. And seeing the multitude, he went up into the mountain, and when he was said, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth, and he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. These are called the Beatitudes. Beatitudes mean blessing. And in fact, it's a supreme blessing. It's top. Uh, and they call these either the eight or the nine uh, Beatitudes on the Sermon of the Mount. So he said, and I'm not going to explain all this because I want to deal with Revelation, but I have to go through this to set you up for the book of Revelation. Blessed are the poor in spirit. And of course, that means that it's wonderful. You're blessed when you repent. When you feel, Lord, I need you, I need your help. Uh, forgive me of my sins, help me. Uh, so when I, when I feel poor in spirit, you're, you're blessed. So he said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. You know, sometimes when you read this and you say, how in the world can I be blessed in all of this? But he said, you're blessed. Blessed means you're happy. Praise God. So, blessed are, are they that mourn, for they shall be comfort, comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. 
Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they uh, which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. So the Beatitudes, the blessings. And sometimes uh, when I uh, look at that, I say, well, I don't know how I can be blessed, but then I have to read the last verse of that uh, chapter, uh, rejoice for exceeding glad, uh, be exceeding glad for great is your reward. Praise God, they persecuted others before and the prophets were persecuted. And so uh, your reward is great. But the Beatitudes are, uh, the Lord spoke and said, you're blessed, you're blessed, you're blessed, you're blessed, you're blessed. And uh, so uh, what's that song we sing? Count your blessings, name them one by one. See what God has done. Count your many blessings. See what the Lord has done. And so uh, we're, we're, we're blessed when we think about the Beatitudes and then uh, uh, Revelation tells us, if you will read the book of Revelation, and even though I don't understand everything, uh, you will be uh, blessed. Uh, now, uh, I want to give you, uh, see, uh, when you say Revelation, People want you to explain the mark of the beast. What is the mark of the beast? About 13th chapter. They want, they want to know how close are we to the end time, to the mark of the beast. Are these the last days? And then they want to know about the um, uh, pandemics. They're called plagues in God's word. There are seven trumpets, seven seals, seven vials or seven bowls, seven stars, seven angels, and explain uh, the plagues, explain uh, the battle of Armageddon. Uh, and they, they want to go, but, and all of that is in Revelation, see? But that's not what Revelation is about. Revelation is about Jesus Christ. The revelation of the uncovering of Jesus. See, uh, blessed when we read, when we hear, and when we keep the words written. So, uh, I want to give you some blessings of revelation. 
The first one we read, third, said, blessed is he that readeth. In fact, let me give you seven beatitudes, seven blessings of the book of Revelation. It's exactly like Jesus said in Matthew, blessed, poor in spirit. Let me give you these beatitudes. Let me give you these blessings. Let me give you the blessings of Revelation. The first one, of course, is uh, we're blessed if we read. We have help from the Holy Spirit to understand and rightly divide uh, the word. And so we can claim, Lord, help me to understand uh, these blessings. Now, uh, the second, second blessing of Revelation, go to the 14th chapter. The second beatitude, I should say, 14 and 13. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth, yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them blessed. Now, I want you to understand that uh, the first chapter of Revelation gives us uh, the uh, kind of unveiling and, uh, and I should mention this, uh, the second chapter starts the, to the churches, starts with Ephesus and uh, the third chapter uh, gives us the, the, to the seven churches, and then at the end of this is the Laodicean uh, church, which we believe we're living in this Laodicean hour, lukewarm hour. The fourth chapter of the book of Revelation then gives us, John was caught up into heaven, and he heard a voice saying, come up higher. So the fourth chapter represents the rapture of the church. So the, the reason I'm saying that is that I'm, I'm giving you verses that are going to be all the way through Revelation. You're not dealing with the church. We're dealing with the saints of the tribulation period or the saints in the book of Revelation. The church is already gone. We're in heaven. We're, we're out of here. We're not going through the tribulation period or God's wrath. So the church is gone. So he said to these individuals that are still here, uh, that are going through the tribulation period, he said uh, in this, the, uh, 14th, uh, the 14th chapter, uh, uh, right, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord. Henceforth, yea, uh, saith the Spirit. These are tribulation saints that are going through this terrible wrath of God that's poured out on the ungodly. And so uh, he said, those that uh, uh, die in the Lord, uh, put up there Matthew the 11th chapter and the 28th verse. Uh, Matthew 11, 28 and 29. Come, to me, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, 
and I will give you rest. 29th verse. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. This is the same kind of rest that God gives those individuals in the book of, in the, in the tribulation period, 14th chapter, when they're going through this horrible uh, plagues and destruction of humanity and so on. And he says, you will find blessed, thank God, blessed. Uh, uh, why are you blessed? Because uh, uh, they have uh, uh, died in the Lord. In other words, serving God. And so when you come to God, there is a blessing of rest that he gives. And when you take his yoke upon you, there's a blessing of rest that God gives us. So uh, these are beatitudes for those in the midst of the tribulation period, not the church, but those that are going through the tribulation period. Uh, I, I don't want to go through the tribulation period. I want to be ready for the rapture of the church and be caught out of here uh, before uh, the wrath of God is poured out. And so the first blessing or beatitude is those that read uh, God's word. The second one is those that die in the Lord. Uh, uh, they have rest. We have rest. Thank God. I don't want to go through the tribulation to have rest. I have rest, thank God, by his yoke. I thank God. Come unto the Lord. If you want rest, come unto God. There's a certain peace and rest that God gives. Now, uh, go to 16th chapter of Revelation. In the 15th verse. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watches and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. These are for, as I, and I keep emphasizing that, these are individuals going through the tribulation period. He said, you're blessed, blessed by watching. And you know what? We are blessed by watching and looking for the coming of the Lord. We are blessed, thank God. What are you looking for? Well, we're looking for the coming of the Lord. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not looking for uh, uh, judgment. Uh, I'm looking for the coming of the Lord. We're looking for the rapture. And he said, so uh, if you are uh, watching, uh, you, you're blessed, thank God by watching. They were blessed in the tribulation period by uh, looking for uh, the uh, coming of the Lord. So, uh, third beatitude, fourth beatitude or blessing uh, in Revelation. Revelation 19 and verse 9. And he said unto me, write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, unto me, these are the true sayings of God. 
Let me read you a verse in Ephesians 5, uh, 25 to 27. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. <clears throat> this ninth verse says, and he said unto me, right, blessed are they which are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Ephesians tells us about a wedding, about a union. Uh, and he said, uh, there we are, we are blessed. Thank God. Why? Because we're called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. So here he's telling these individuals that give their lives in, in the uh, tribulation period, he said, you're blessed, thank God, because you are called to the marriage supper uh, of the Lamb. So a blessing in Revelation. Uh, what amazes me when I think of this, that in the midst of the, the plagues, the pandemics, the judgments of God, the Antichrist, and the mark of the beast, those that are going through that, he gives them blessing, blessing, and blessing, beatitudes, just like he's giving us the blessings of Matthew. He gives them the blessings, all of them that are going through this horrible time. So uh, Revelation is about judgments, but it's about blessing. Then he tells us, if you read and hear and keep, you'll be blessed. Now, so look at verse 20 of Revelation and verse 6. I told someone earlier that I was going to go through the whole book of Revelation. I'm almost to the end. Revelation 20 and verse 6. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection, on such uh, the second death hath no power, but they shall be priests of God and, uh, and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. Going into the millennium, he said, blessed. Blessed is he that hath part of the first resurrection. I want to have part of the coming of the Lord. When the trumpet sounds, the Lord says, come up higher. Praise God. We are, we're, praise God. And these have overcome the devil. But the Bible tells us that greater is he that is within you than he that is within the world. So thank God we are blessed because we have the opportunity to be a part of the rapture of the of the church praise god <clears throat> now look at uh revelation 22 and verse 7. behold i come quickly 
Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of this, the prophecy of this book. Blessed, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth You say, Bishop, we're not in the tribulation period. But you want to be blessed? Repent of your sins. Be buried in the name of Jesus Christ for remission of sins. Be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Why do you say that? Because that's keeping keeping the words of this prophecy. The Lord told us, thank God, repent of your sins, be buried in his name, be filled with the spirit of God. You wanna really be blessed? Thank God, be filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, be buried in his name. Know that your sins are washed away, thank God. So the, to keep the words of this uh, uh, book will uh, bless us. Look at the, 22, and this is the seventh beatitude of Revelation. Uh, Revelation 22 and verse 14. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have a right of the tree of life, they may enter in through the gates into the city. Revelation is a book about Jesus Christ. For him to allow John to see, here is a blessing, here is a beatitude, a blessing, a blessing, a blessing, all the way, uh, all the way through. And see, uh, Revelation uh, paints a picture of Jesus Christ the unveiling, the uncovering of Jesus. Uh, let me let me give you. Uh, I I thought of this, um, and uh, I I found a copy of it because it's part of what this is about. This is a song by. Joan Ewing. Anybody ever heard the Ewing sing? They're from Louisiana. Some of you have. But she wrote this song many years ago. It'll be different. The first time you came to a stable long ago, they pushed you aside for they really didn't know who had come to their world to save and to heal. So they followed you and your cross to the top of the hill, but it'll be different the next time you come. You got a lot of lonely children and one of them is me. You, you know we, won't, we want to see you. We're never really at home. So if you're waiting to be invited, Lord Jesus, please come. In the Gospels, 
Jesus came as the man. He went to Calvary. First time he came, he came as she sang this song. It'll be different the next time you come. First time you came, you came, your destiny was the cross, see, to die. In the book of Revelation, he is not coming to die on the cross. He's coming as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. See, he, the unveiling of Christ. So it'll be different. Thank God the next time you come, he's not coming to die. He's coming to reign. He's coming as the King of Kings. This, you say, what do you mean? This, the book of Revelation shows us when you get into the into the 19th and 20th and 21 first chapter, it shows us that the Lord takes the false prophet and the Antichrist and the devil, Satan, puts them, thank God, cast them into the lake of fire. He's not coming to die on Calvary. He already did that. He's coming as, I'm the conqueror, thank God. I am coming triumphant, thank God. I'll be riding on a white horse uh, symbolically, but I'm coming as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lord, I'm not coming to die, thank God. I've already been through that, but I'm coming. Thank God, I want you to see me. I want, this is why John said, this is the unveiling, thank God, of Jesus Christ. He's not coming as a, as a, to die on the cross, but he's coming as the king of kings. I'm conquering devil. I'm conquering Satan. I'm conquering hell. I'm conquering the false prophet. I'm conquering the mark of the beast. I'm conquering the antichrist. Thank God they're going to end up in the lake of fire. And so he says, I'm king of kings and lord of lords. Thank God. That's why it's so important uh, for us to, when I look at Revelation, I think, well, Lord, uh, this is, uh, uh, this is, is hard to understand because of the symbols. And uh, you might say, I want to know what the mark of the beast is. I want to know what the Antichrist is. Thank God. Just take the first, first chapter and the third verse. Blessed is he that readeth, they that heareth, and those that keep the words of this prophecy. Thank God and say, Lord, I, don't, I may not understand it, but the Holy Ghost will help me to understand some of, of this marvelous book. Thank God that uh, John describes uh, for us. And I know that it, it is, it, and I guess the reason because of so many symbols and beasts and antichrist and some of these things that are difficult to unravel. Don't worry about trying to unravel it. Say, you know what is here? There is a blessing for me when I read and I hear, thank God, uh, the words of this prophecy. So. Revelation is, is not a book that you want to stay away from. Thank God, uh, take and read it anytime you want. And you say, well, I may not under, understand it all. No, I don't understand it all. And uh, 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 when, when I, uh, I remember when I started preaching out and, and I said, well, you know what? The mark of the beast. Someone says, what is it? And I said, well, I think it's going to be some kind of tattoo on you. Well, uh, I uh, have been to Walmart uh, during the summertime, 
and uh, I see so many individuals come in, they got tattoos all over their body. There's no place but your head or your palm that they could put a tattoo. And I thought, well, that would be, uh, that would be uh, a thing to have. And then they, someone says, oh, guess what? They got something new out. They got invisible ink that you could put on and no one would see and so on, but you'd put your hand under this light and it would show up so you would have the mark. And then someone says, well, I got the, already got the mark. I got the social security number. And then someone says, guess what? Now in Sweden, uh, there is a shop, they, they, they put a little chip the size of a grain of rice into a hand where they can open the door and they can uh, go into their office and they can do everything. So I think it's going to be a chip. And then, you know what? Technology will change next year and the next year and the next year. I don't even try to worry about what it is. I just say, you know what, Lord, there's a blessing. Every time I read the book, I'm not worried about the mark because I don't want to be here to receive the mark. I'm not worried about who is the Antichrist. Well, we know it may be, the, well, is he alive? Well, thank God. You know what? There's a blessing, thank God, when you pick up this book and read it. I don't have to try to understand all of those things. What what is this? What is that? Thank God. Just say, God, you know what? There, the, you gave beatitudes. You gave seven blessings in the book of Revelation. And you gave one for all of us. Thank God, not going through the tribulation, but are here. You gave one for us if we will read and hear and keep the commandments of this book. Thank God, I am blessed. So, praise God. Uh, uh, There's a song that came to me and I thought <clears throat> it's part of one of the Beatitudes, uh, <clears throat> the last one in fact, and about the robes being washed. But uh, that song came to me, are you washed in the blood? Have you been to Jesus? for the cleansing power. Thank God, are you washed in the blood? There's something about being washed and cleansed. Thank God, uh, my, uh, I hope that you will uh, take revelation and say, you know what, uh, there's a lot of blessings here. I don't have to understand everything. You won't, I don't understand everything because technology and things change and there's so many views about the book of Revelation. Thank God. But just simply say, Lord, help me to understand and God will open your understanding and you'll be able to, to look into this wonderful book. Praise God. And it's, it is full of symbols but it's, he said that we could understand it. And one of the things that makes it confusing, in the, I think it's the first chapter in the 19th verse, uh, John, the Lord told John, I want, I want you to write, John, what you have seen, what is present, and what is going to come to pass. So the book of Revelation, see, contains the past and the present and the future. And sometimes that can be confusing uh, because I got to decide, is this the past? Is this the present? Is this the future? Thank God. But you know, as you simply just read that and understand, God will open up understanding and he, the Holy Ghost will guide you through it. And guess what? You'll be blessed.
because same Beatitudes of Matthew, there's a blessing, thank God, in the book of Revelation. Let's stand.